Thank you, Annabelle, and good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome again to St Mark's. My name is Andrew. I'm the senior minister here. It's great to be with you on Resurrection Sunday. We're going to think about the passage that we just heard from the Gospel of Luke. Now, I wonder if you can think about a time when you felt confused or disoriented. Perhaps sometime you found yourself not quite knowing where you are or something completely unexpected has happened all of a sudden and you don't know what to do. You may remember, we were just thinking this morning in our family and back in 2021 when we had that earthquake uh, in Victoria. Uh, at the time, I had no idea what the shaking was initially. I thought perhaps our washing machine had been unloaded unlo- unevenly and so it was shaking. <laughs> It happened uh, anyway, but it was a bit too powerful for that, you know. So it's a very strange feeling, isn't it, to not know what's happening, or not to understand, and not to know how to respond. Until we figure it out, it can be very distressing. So just keep that feeling in mind for a moment. Today is Easter Sunday, of course. We celebrate the resurrection of Jesus, arguably the most happy day on the Christian calendar. But when we read about the very first Easter Sunday, as we just have, we see that actually the first emotions that anyone felt about the resurrection of Jesus were not joy. We heard in our reading that at the time, people were mostly either afraid or confused. They didn't know what was happening. An earthquake had happened, and they didn't know what it was. And so the friends and disciples of Jesus were completely taken off guard by finding an empty tomb where they expected Jesus' body to be. Now, why were they confused? It's pretty obvious, because they thought they knew now what was going to happen. It was going to be what always happens when someone dies and what's always happened since the beginning of time. They knew what they were going to do that morning and how they were supposed to feel. Their plan was to go about the usual grieving process that we have for their master. So they were going to prepare Jesus' body for burial by anointing it with fragrances. They were going to place his body in its resting place, have the normal period of grief, comfort each other, and then move on with life and figure out what was next. That's all good stuff to do, isn't it, in this sort of situation? We would do the same, wouldn't we, if we were Jesus' friends? So when we prepare people who come to our church for the funeral of a family member, we emphasise how important it is to have the good process, you know. Go through this journey, make the arrangements, say the appropriate farewell, let yourself grieve and then gradually move into the next stage. That's how we deal with death. It's hard, but it's not unexpected. And that's... but. And so that's what Mary Magdalene, Joanna, the other Mary and the others have come to start doing early in the morning on the first day of that week. But right in the middle of that, bang, really, they're hit by a series of events that completely send them off track. Forever, really. Um, The stone has been rolled away from the tomb and Jesus' body isn't inside. And what they find instead is uh, an empty tomb here and then suddenly out of nowhere appear two men whose clothes gleam like lightning. Now, we sort of think that they're angels, but it's not really said. Maybe they were just men with blinding clothes, but I'm pretty sure it was angels Um, And they have a surprising message for them. They say Jesus isn't here because he is risen. And that's the last thing they expected, even though, as the angels tell them, they probably should have. And we'll think about that in a minute. So confusion, fear and disbelief. That's how the first Easter Sunday went. I hope that's not how your Easter Sunday is going so far. Couldn't find enough eggs or something. But no, I think it... 
That's how it was. That, how it was for them, though. So now we have a saying, as you can see on the screen, "Expect the unexpected," which is one of those things that sounds like it doesn't make any sense at all. If you expect something, it's not unexpected. Um, but it's actually a wise piece of advice. You know, um, things are going to happen in life that we don't anticipate, which may take us by surprise. And so it's helpful to have a general attitude of readiness and acceptance of those things when they happen, rather than denying them or being overwhelmed. Now, the problem that the disciples of Jesus had with his resurrection before it happened, according to the angels, was that they didn't expect the unexpected. Or they didn't expect what they should have expected. They should have expected this unexpected thing to happen because Jesus had told them that it would. He kept trying to tell them, in fact. So the angels quote Jesus' words from his teaching back to them. In verse 6, he says, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. I'm not sure how much clearer he could have been, but still. So it shouldn't have been a surprise for them, but it was. They didn't expect the resurrection. They didn't understand it when it happened. Because of that, it made them afraid and confused. And as you saw, our Easter Sunday reading ends with a bemused Peter looking through the strips of linen in the tomb and wondering what had happened. And I think we are like them in many ways even today when we contemplate this event. It's still hard for us today to grapple with the resurrection of Jesus and what it means for us. Because it's an event that's really outside our expectations of the world, something we can't assimilate into our story about history as usual, our normal lives, our normal expectations. But this is why, for those who, fo who first saw the resurrection or participated in this event, after they got over their confusion and fear and processed what had happened for them, their lives were radically changed. And the fact that Jesus had risen from the dead changed their whole view of the world. Because we know from the rest of the New Testament, if you read on, that the resurrection of Jesus became the basis for a whole new way of seeing the meaning of the world for these new Christians. Things that were considered unchangeable pillars of the world as it is were beginning to be questioned. So things like death, things like sickness, things like slavery, oppression, military empires, personal failings, relationship breakdowns, all of these things that humans have always accepted and tried to work around and tried to deal with were able to be shaken up by this and seen at least to be only temporary or relative things in the eternal perspective. Because if Jesus came back from the dead, then the grip of these powers on the human race is only temporary. And so I think that's the hidden energy um, under the spread of the church of Jesus throughout the world, this sense that the resurrection shows us new things. So the significance of the resurrection of Jesus then and Easter Sunday is that it represents for us a radical change of direction in history. So the resurrection of Jesus is, in many ways, it's like a sword. It cuts down and it slices our history into two parts. So on the one side is the past, which is dominated by death and sin and all the things that we've come to accept about our world. Uh, on the other side is what's to come, which is freedom and the future of God's kingdom in our world more and more. So the resurrection is of Jesus is the start of that new path for humanity. Now, it's not an easy path, as we know. It's not, a, it's not without its own pain, but it's a path upward into a new life, a new path for us to walk after Jesus and his resurrection. resurrection. Uh, now, I've used this illustration in... Oh, is my, have I lost my picture? 
No? Okay, that's all right. I've used this illustration before in my sermons at Easter, but it never fails to capture my imagination and the feeling that the resurrection has for me. So there's a mountain uh, near the east coast of New South Wales, which you may have heard of. It's called Mount Warning. Anyone know this mountain? Now, it's a very special place in many ways, but one reason it's special is because the peak of Mount Warning is the very first place on the Australian mainland to receive the light of the rising sun in the morning before anywhere else in Australia. And people often uh, have gone up there in, on New Year's Day for this reason, to see in the new year. And now for Christians, I think the resurrection of Jesus is like that sun hitting the peak of Mount Warning. So we've been in the dark where our best effort is to try to be comfortable in the darkness. But the resurrection of Jesus has shown us the reality of the new day that's dawning, it's beginning. This new era when the presence of God will enter the world in a new way. It's coming. So Jesus is the first to see it. It's the first, he's the first for it to become real in his life. But he invites all of us to follow him and to live in that light which is coming. And so what this means is that for us too... As we look, consider the resurrection today, there's a new force that can operate in our lives. The Spirit of God is giving life to people to conquer sin and eventually, yes, to conquer death itself. So I think practically speaking, for example, if we think about Easter, it gives us a new strength to our ability to hope in life. You know, life is difficult, isn't it? And we all know that. And it gets harder as we go on very often. And eventually it comes to an end. Um, and that often makes it harder and harder to hope as our lives go on. Um, but what if there was another way? What if on the other side of death was this new life, and that life begins even now, in our own life now? That is the promise of the resurrection of Jesus. It's a new light. We may be down in the dark for the moment, but up on the mountain we've seen to Jesus that the new life is coming. So he went through death and he came out the other side. So the resurrection is good news. That's what we call the gospel. It's the best news. And it gives the rest of our lives a new perspective. At St. Mark's, we're keen to understand as a church what we call the whole gospel, to understand the complete message of Jesus in a way that impacts every area of our life, not just coming to church on Sundays, not just believing, but also doing. And we can see a lot of that whole gospel across our two Easter services, so on Good Friday a few days ago and on Easter Sunday today. So those two days, we have the cross of Jesus on Good Friday and the resurrection of Jesus on Easter Sunday. These two events are the most important things of all to Christian people in understanding our faith. And why are they of the first importance, those two things? Well, if we look back at the cross, Good Friday, the death of Jesus tells us about God's love for us and about giving himself for us, the forgiveness of sins, dealing with our unfaithfulness to him, to the purpose for which he made us. The cross has done that. That's been dealt with. The resurrection of Jesus, then, shows us that he has succeeded in that purpose. And it begins this new age of hope, looking forward to God's kingdom coming in. It's the new life. So it's on the ba- it was on the basis of the resurrection that Jesus was actually called the Christ. That's why we call him Christ. It's the Messiah the anointed king, the one who is ruling. A king, I think, needs to be alive to be ruling. Jesus is alive. He is the king. So the cross and the the resurrection, these two things together tell you that Jesus is God's king for the world and has saved his people from their sins, and he will give them new life. That is the message of Easter. 
The symbol of cross, we always of the cross, we always display reminds us of that. Unfortunately, there's not a symbol for the resurrection, as there is for the cross. The cross is empty, of course, but I think the symbol for the resurrection is, in fact, that we go out into the world with us, with, and Jesus goes with us. We are the symbol of the resurrection. So wherever we are today, uh, however dark it might be personally or corporately, whatever earthquakes are passing through, and if we are confused about how the world's going, I know a lot of us are, um, there is a new light in the world for us. That's what Resurrection Sunday tells us. Uh, When the sun comes up, nighttime fears go away. So the angels, I think, at the empty tomb sum it up well for us as we think about this today. Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. So we say, Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen.